Bill O'Reilly here, Monday, September 28th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. The presidential candidates prep for tomorrow's debate. Congress moves forward on President Trump's Supreme Court pick. Anti-police protests continue in Kentucky. The New York Times publishes President Trump's tax information. Colleges struggle to salvage the fall semester with COVID, staging a comeback in some places. Also ahead, has Joe Biden made a deal with the devil? But first, President Trump and Mr. Biden trading shots before the first debate Tuesday night in Cleveland. The president demanding the former VP take a drug test to rule out performance-enhancing substances. Mr. Biden hammering Trump on alleged tax avoidance. We will have live debate coverage on BillOReilly.com immediately after the exposition tomorrow night. So please check that out. The White House officially nominating Judge Amy Coney Barrett for the Supreme Court, as you may know. The Senate will likely begin confirmation hearings on October 12th. Democrats in the media attacking the candidate's religion, saying her traditional Catholic beliefs on issues like abortion and gay marriage make her, quote, ineligible for the Supreme Court. Protesters in Louisville, Kentucky, shutting down the city after a grand jury refused to charge three officers in the shooting death of Breonna Taylor. Since the announcement last week, two police officers have been shot, dozens of acts of arson committed, 100 people arrested for violating Louisville's mandatory curfew. As mentioned, the New York Times published tax information about President Trump, which could be illegal. The anti-Trump paper alleging tax avoidance on a large scale. The president's tax attorney calls the report completely false. As usual, the public has no idea what really happened. Universities across the country working to save the fall semester as dozens of colleges shut down during the pandemic. Schools like Pace University in New York are actually quarantining some students. The University of Wisconsin considering sending all the kids home until after Christmas. In a moment, has Joe Biden made a deal with the devil? Right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD 
1-800-222-65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, the devil and Joe Biden. A front page article in the Wall Street Journal reminded me that a Roman Catholic priest in South Carolina denied Joe Biden communion just about a year ago. Reverend Robert Morey blessed Mr. Biden but refused him the host, later saying the former vice president's liberal position on abortion defies church teaching. As with many Catholic politicians, Mr. Biden fell back on the rationalization that he could not impose his private beliefs on other Americans. But in Biden's case, that rings somewhat hollow. For decades, then-Senator Joe Biden supported the Hyde Amendment, which disallows federal tax money for the abortion process because that violates the religious rights of Catholics and other religious people. There are exceptions for rape, incest, and serious medical danger to the mother. Now, the Hyde Amendment is fair because pro-choice Americans can easily donate money to fund Planned Parenthood and other abortion providers, thereby assuring legal abortions can be made available to all. There is no need for the federal government to force religious Americans to fund a life-ending procedure they reject on moral grounds. But the new progressive Joe Biden now repudiates the Hyde Amendment. He also selected Kamala Harris, an aggressive pro-choice advocate, as his running mate. The Democratic platform is very clear. There should be no restrictions on abortion whatsoever. A number of states have rebelled against that, using science to justify regulations. It is a medical fact that a baby is viable in the womb long before birth. Many legislators believe destroying a fetus after viability is a violation of human rights. Joe Biden has not responded to that argument, and that's his problem with the Catholic Church. His political posture enables abortion at any time for any reason. Just this week, the former apostolic nuncio to the United States, Archbishop Vagano, warned Catholic voters that killing babies is, quote, demonic. With almost 70 million Catholics registered to vote, Mr. Biden's flip-flop on the Hyde Amendment and his political embrace of Senator Harris could be a problem for him on Election Day. However, the former vice president is counting on the Catholic clergy remaining largely silent. The church is frightened, intimidated, and under financial siege due to the clerical abuse of children. Few American priests will speak out on anything. After Timothy Cardinal Dolan, the nation's most powerful Catholic voice, said the opening prayer at the Republican National Convention, he was brutally attacked on social and traditional media. Some wealthy Catholic donors even resigned from church boards. The message was heard loud and clear by the Catholic clergy in America. So Mr. Biden may well believe he has little to fear from the church. As for Joe's faithfulness to the faith, who really knows? In 1936, Stephen Vincent Benet wrote a short story entitled The Devil and Daniel Webster. In it, a good man sold his soul for prosperity. In real life, it'd be unfair to suggest any politician would ever do that, wouldn't it? I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by writing it in a moment, something you might not know.
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. One of America's most beloved TV programs is turning 50 years old this week, The Mary Tyler Moore Show. Running for seven seasons on CBS, Mary and the WJM News crew did the impossible. They kept Americans tuned in on Saturday nights when most people or many people go out. The viewership was 50 million at the show's peak. And they were in good company. Bob Newhart, Carol Burnett, MASH, All in the Family, all were huge hits on CBS. The Mary Tyler Moore Show earned a few Emmys along the way. 29, a record for network primetime. Here's a look at what happened to the cast after the final episode aired in March 1977. 15 years on television was more than enough for Mary Tyler Moore. She then moved on to the movies winning an Oscar nomination for her role in the 1980s film, Ordinary People. She wrote two books and spent some time on Broadway. Mary Tyler Moore passed away in 2017 at the age of 80. America also decided they didn't want Lou Grant to disappear. Ed Asner reprised his role in a spinoff. This time, an hour-long drama, Asner, the only actor to win Emmys for the same character in both comedy and drama. He turns 91 this November. Ted Knight won two Emmys, playing newsman Ted Baxter. He wouldn't be so lucky with his own program. It lasted only six episodes. Mr. Knight died after battling cancer in 1986. Supporting actresses Valerie Harper and Cloris Leachman both starred in their own shows, Rhoda and Phyllis, respectively. Ms. Harper passed away last year while Miss Leachman is now the oldest contestant on Dancing with the Stars, 94 years of age. Gavin McLeod, TV's Murray Slaughter, turning in his typewriter for a captain's hat. Mr. McLeod played Captain Steubing on The Love Boat for nine seasons. McLeod is still working at 89. And here's something you might not know. There's a 10-foot-tall bronze statue in downtown Minneapolis, celebrating the show's most memorable moment, Mary's iconic hat toss during the opening credits. Back after this. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.